Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Bridgend is a Danish drama film directed by Jeppe Rondi. Uh, it was written by him alongside uh, Torben Beck and also Peter Osmussen. The film is based on true events that happened in the Welsh town of Bridgend and is a, consists of a, a mystery surrounding uh, a number of suicides that have occurred over a long period of time, going back to th- 2007. The film has been widely acclaimed, uh, including winning uh, the Best Actress Award for its lead actress, Hannah Murray, as well as nominated in international and lo- and national uh, film festivals for a number of different awards. And it's very fortunate to have with us today the director of this film, Bridge End, and that would be Yepa Rondi. I, I want to start by, by letting our listeners know that uh, this film is just a remarkable, uh, not only in its look and its content, it is, uh, it's really a, a, a remarkable film. And I, how did you hear about this story of these suicides in this uh, town in, in South Wales? I know exactly when because I was tidying up not long ago and I found the newspaper article that I had torn out from a Danish paper dated January 27, 2008. And at the time, it was eight hangings, and they were speculating in an internet suicide cult because they were all connected. They all hung themselves without leaving suicide notes. And I kind of felt that I have to, you know, it resonated something in me because my dad was a drug addict before he died, and I had suicide very close to me. You can say that mm-hmm. being a drug addict is one long big suicide. I also had a girlfriend who hung herself in high school. So it was something that was, that was close to me. So I went to pretend immediately. And you have to know that within three weeks, the death count was 17. So all of a sudden, it really kicked in and became this massive thing that the local Welsh people actually call their Columbine Massacre. Wow. They just do it inwards, not outwards. Yeah. So you, you went there, and were, did you, were you convinced from the outset that you were going to do some kind of a, a film on this? Was there something about being there that... That spurred you to... No, yeah. I didn't know that there was a film, but I I had to find out what it was or try and find out what it was. Of course, that's very, very difficult, especially because I read online that journalists were beaten up by the kids because they didn't want them there. Mm-hmm. They didn't want people to, you know, make tabloid news on, on their story. So, actually, when I got there on this tiny train station very late at night, there were three... Uh, three blokes coming at me and I thought, oh, this is not the red carpet they're going to, you know, give me. Yeah. But luckily there was an old man who said, there's a hole in the fence there. Jump there and I'll deal with these kids. Wow. And I'm telling you, they were not kids. They were, they were big blokes. So that was my welcome to pretend. Wow. And what I did afterwards was, was simply to go out and meet them in, in pops and, you know, telling who I was and being quite honest and what I was interested in, that I was not a journalist, that I was just interested in, in hearing their story. So I was there for six years uh, researching and getting to be friends with not only the kids, but mainly the kids, but also adults, uh, you know, all the authorities and so forth. Film is told pretty much from 
from the point of view of Sarah. Yeah. So Sarah, and it's told from her and her and her father have come back to this community, and uh, and this yeah. is sort of her reintroduction into this uh, into this town, into the, and uh, it isn't very long before the, these uh, the group of teenagers begin to sort of she through it through school she's introduced to them and begins yeah. to kind of hang out with them. What was the decision to to sort of focus on on this particular character? Was that sort of your way into to telling this story? But uh, a little bit about the sort of dramatic structure of the film. Yeah, but it was important for me because I came as an outsider also, mm-hmm. and it's difficult to just you know jump into this environment uh, without you know saying certain things because if you're already an insider, you, there is no need for for explanations, right? Mm-hmm. So I felt it was it was very important that I had someone who'd actually lived there before, but who came back that they remembered, like mm-hmm. when she was little. Mm-hmm. And then we would have like a representative from uh, from an audience audience perspective, mm-hmm. so that she could actually gradually uh, join uh, this group of of youngsters. I, w- I want to describe for our listeners what uh, Rich End is like. It 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 has all the. It has there's it's a lot of noir feel to it. It's a very the film is mostly shot in in at night or in sort of darker places. Uh, and this the cinematography is just spectacular in this film. I I just completely uh, is remarkable. It the the look of this film. And I know you have a background uh, not only as a director but also in cinematography. What was the sort of the uh, setting the tone and setting the look of this film? A little bit about what went into that. What were you What were you looking for in in that regard? Yeah, the 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 cinematic language, which which is not only images but of course also sound, minimum half. Yeah, it was extremely important uh, in telling the story because this is a very difficult story because no one knows why they have done it, yeah. and they're still you know trying to figure out over there why they're. Yeah, it's still happening. Some are still uh, hanging themselves. Not so many, fortunately. But there, there is not this why. So it, it had to be found somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And when you see the film, the nature there is quite spectacular as well. It's it's in the valleys, like they have mountains. So it, it's almost like a nature-built prison that they have fenced in yeah. already. That they, these secluded villages, they are not far away from each other because it's not only Bridgen town, it's the county. But it, there might be like two miles to the next village, but because you have to go all the way down the mountain up again, it's like 10, 20 miles. So they're kind of secluded. And and also the fog coming in constantly from the sea uh-huh. that puts a you know this big duvet over the whole thing. That uh, made it something very special and unique, just as a location, which was also important for me to actually shoot there and with a lot of the kids from there in front of the camera. Yeah. So this, the, the feeling was to get a language that would kind of mirror this nature that is, uh, the, that is there and that is also in us, because what I found, you could say that the main character would, would, would actually be the, uh, the collective subconscious, because what is it that, that makes us follow each other, sometimes even blindly, as groups? Because we do that as humans, but especially when you're young, you look for you know, identity, and you need to find someone. And probably, we've all been there in high school and stuff, and we, some of us maybe even gone to you know, bad groups or so. So I needed to, to, to touch on this thing that is the nature inside us. So to use this mirror was, was something that I was tapping into. Yeah, 
Uh, the mirror from the real nature. Yeah, I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with Yepi Rundi. He's the uh, director of the film uh, Bridge End is uh, opening in theaters today uh, here in Southern California as well as um, around the world. Actually, it's opening up on Fandor, which is uh, the platform that uh, if people want to see this, uh, it you can go to Fandor and as as well to see uh, this film and. How would you describe your film? It, 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 what would be sort of in terms of sort of cinematic terms? Is it noir? Is it it's it's almost there's a certainly an element of a of a horror film. It, there's a lot of different elements in your film. How would you describe uh, your film, Bridget? Well, for me, it's it's a film. Okay. And I come from the doc- documentary background as well, and I don't even distinguish between documentary and fiction. And that has to be understood from a moral uh, point of view. Because whatever story you have to tell, you have a moral obligation of, of not only telling it the right way, but especially when it's built on reality, you have a very high responsibility towards the people that live there and undergo this horrible, you know, horrible thing. Mm-hmm. And to name it something like a genre or so, you know, I think that's up to you, the journalist, and, you know, to, to decide that. I have heard people, like yesterday I did an interview also, where he said that he thought it felt like a horror film, but, but a very uh, strong one because it's an, an internal horror film. You don't, there, are, there are no monsters and stuff like that, of course. Right. The monster is inside us. Well, I guess watching the film, that's sort of how I, I kept expecting some kind of a supernatural uh, intervention into this film. But you're, I, I, I concur with what you're saying. It's it's all this internalized. I mean, a lot of it's sort of, it's teen angst and wanting to be a part of something. But it, but it's mm. given a certain heightened reality and and uh, there's sort of a desperate quality uh, to the town itself, to the characters, to the people who inhabit the town. And I think, as you described earlier, the, the sense of isolation in, in this, in Bridge and in South Wales, that all contributes to this kind of feeling that something's, something's foreboding um, throughout the film. Mm. You feel like something's, you know, as bad as things get, it feels like something even more terrible is around the corner in watching your film. Mm. And I, it, it, I have to tell you, this is one of the best films, certainly one of the best films I've seen so far this year, uh, easily. Uh, and I would say that in terms of your ability to set a, mo- uh, a tone and a and a mood, uh, it is, it's spectacular. I mean, I really, it's very, very well done, very uh, remarkable in, in so many aspects of it. Um, and you've got a terrific, terrific uh, performance out of your leads, particularly with Hannah Murray, uh, who some people might know from Game of Thrones, but um, she's terrific. And I don't know what went into the casting of her and how you got to her, but maybe talk a little bit about, about that. Definitely. I first I did a year and a half of street casting in Bridgend. Yes. So you see some of of the people from there, especially the the youngsters. But I also knew that to have an outsider, I needed an outsider, and also from like moral reasons, needed someone who could, you know, carry the heavy weight of of Sarah, the the name of the lead yes. in, in the film. And I casted uh, Hannah Murray three times. I went to London and saw her three times, and she just kept on doing it so well and, and she was just her you know mm-hmm. I've been writing the story I have to realize for six years so it was in the end obvious that she was the one and she is a tremendous actress 
is it her sense of it there's a there's a undercurrent of innocence naivete but at the same time some real strength in her as a character is 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 that exactly. what is that what you drew her, you to her as as for this performance exactly you're tapping into the the in the most important things you know to characterize her which almost this angelic like innocence that she is the embodiment of love like the thing that could actually potentially save this would be love. Yeah. But love can also get destroyed when it comes into such a dark place. Yeah. So I needed someone who had that, but at the same time, a very, you know, strong persona of, you know, a, a, a character that, that possesses this uh, extreme strength, which she does. Um, because she has to do some quite, you know, hard things in this film. Yeah, she does. It give credit to the, uh, the other actors in this film. Across the board, they're they're all excellent. Um, and I'm just sing- singling out Hannah because she has been sort of uh, featured as award winning and for her performance in this. But um, I, there's also Josh. O'Connor and Stephen Waddington, yeah. and there's a number of other. But I want to ask you because I know you have a background in in music. You're a musician um, as well. Mm-hmm. By the way, we're speaking with Yepi Rondi, and he's the director of the the new film Bridge End, and it is opening. You can see it as on the platform of Fandor um, as uh, as a way to see this film. And I strongly recommend that you check this out. Go to Fandor. Uh, I believe it's Fandor.com, and find out more about this film and others. Um, but as a musician, and one of the things, I've had a number of uh, directors who have a background in music, and I think one of the things that I, I find in watching those films is it feels like a director who's listening, listening to the performances of the, of the actors. And I would assume that when you're working with locals who don't have a strong background in, in acting, that's an important element, that's an important skill set for you. Did you find that to be the case mm-hmm. in working with, with, the, with the cast here? Well, I think you should always listen. Right. That, you know, key to everything in life. When it comes to music, I start with the music because music has everything. Mood, pace, themes, you know, interwining themes, dissonance, resonance, everything. And it has, instead of real images, it, has, it just has inner images, right? Mm-hmm. So music is, is key, and it can be with music in the scene or without, but if you have the sense of tone, you know, within you, you can also so much easier, you know, explain it to others. Or if you can't explain, you can just let them listen to the, the music, right? Yes. Yeah, some headphones, listen to this, and, and go and do your job, right. almost, right? Right. But, but you're asking two questions, and, and, and one of them is, is listening is, is, is key. Well, you've it, been- it really is. Well, as a musician, you, I, you, you, you have to develop that that sense, and I just think it serves directors really well. People who make the transition from from music into film, it seems they're very well suited for this for this line of work. And just, mm-hmm. I mean, well, thank you for the nice uh, words. Yeah. So, uh, and the, by the way, the music in this is wonderful as well. It's this sort of a more of a mood setting kind of a soundtrack, but. Um, I uh, just this whole this is a again I'll say it again this is really a terrific film uh and I I certainly hope that it gets the uh, the kind of attention it has gotten a lot of wonderful reviews I know it's been very well reviewed I have uh, you know from Rolling Stone playlist variety etc along the line and it's also been nominated for a number of awards 
uh, in film festivals that it has appeared in. Are you are you in the United States now? Or am I calling you? Where am I reaching you? You are actually calling me. I'm in Denmark. And you're in Denmark. Okay. Because I was supposed to have been to the premiere in New York tonight. Mm-hmm. But I was not let in the country because I have just recently been to Iraq. Oh, you're kidding. It's true. Oh, my goodness. And which is quite... Yeah, it's interesting because I was just in L.A. and I've been to Florida after I was in Iraq. But all of a sudden, now I couldn't get... You know, we have to have a, a visa to get into the U.S. All of a sudden, I couldn't get that one. So I had to f- cancel my flight uh, yesterday. Oh, I'm so sorry. Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, it is... I'll let people know it is opening tonight at the uh, Cinema Village in New York City. And uh, so for people listening to the sound of my voice from around the the country and around the world, you can check it out if you're in New York City at the Cinema Village. And that is just a shame that you were not able to come here to be a part of this premiere. Um, and at some point, I assume we're going to open up here in, in Los Angeles. So keep an eye open for uh, Bridge End. Well, I, uh, I look forward to your future work. This is just a remarkable movie. You've done a fantastic job. The whole thing, the, the look the feel, the acting, uh, the story itself. And to this day, as you said, we're still not understanding or not quite... Re- we don't know why these suicides continue in this, uh, in this part of uh, in this, this community. Remarkable story. True. Remarkable. We, we have some ideas of what could... Ha- you know, the, the film raises a lot of questions. Sure. But to point to one specific why, that is impossible. But it would always be impossible because what is the meaning of life? Yeah. What is the meaning of death? Well, we don't know. Well, uh, and we can't ask those who have died. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much for being uh, a part of the show today. I apologize for the sort of staggered start that we got, but we we I I, I appreciate you, I appreciate your time and uh, all the best to you and hope to see you here in the United States very soon uh, to be a part of uh, promoting uh, this film, Bridge End. Definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, Yepi Rande, the the film is uh, Bridge End, and it is today opening in New York uh, at the Village Cinema Village, and you can see it on Fandor as well. Take care of yourself. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Bye bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.